Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, it's Friday. It's movie time. And Niall O'Brien is here. How are we doing, Niall? Very well, yeah. It's a lovely sunny day, I think. The last yes. time I opened the curtains, they worked. <laughs> the sun was streaming in. So yes, it is. I'm doing well. It's fantastic. It is. It's great to see the sun. Now, uh, getting straight down to it because we've got so much and I'm very excited and I know you are as well because you're a huge, huge, huge Marvel fan and we have a very exclusive interview with the cast of uh, the new Marvel Winter, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier which is landing on Disney+. Plus. But first, it's down to our usual Who's That Talking Now, isn't it? That's right, yes. We will ask you now to identify the the movie maker, actor, director, whatever you like, from the, the clip of them speaking in an interview. So I think it's it's always connected to one of the movies we'll be talking about. Yep. That's the only clue I'm going to give. Yeah, it's it's easy this week. If you know who this is, please uh, send us in your answer. 086-1800-658. Here it is. I, you know, I know it's not as fun. And I cannot wait to be back in your studio for sure. And to see everybody and to see you in person. But... You know, I one of the misconceptions is I don't really like people. <laughs> it's so easy, so easy. 086-1800-658. Now, we were talking about this just before you came on. A lot of excitement around the Oscars. Uh, now, listen, you can't show up, you know, in your hoodie, now. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody would have done it. I mean, I know this is kind of specifically about Jason Sudeikis going yeah. with, a, with his hoodie, but I don't think anybody would have zoomed in or turned up in person wearing you know their pajamas for the Oscars <laughs> but maybe that's just me I don't know standards yeah. are slipping they are slipping the, the yeah. Oscars are worried well, they, you know <laughs> they are and they have said like there is no zooming in which I'm not sure how I feel about that I think you should have the option if you don't especially if you're travelling from abroad if yeah. you don't want to go to Los Angeles I know that they've said everything's going to be perfectly safe and there's going to be they're going to run it really really well like a film set but still I think you should give people the option if they don't want to but uh, yeah the nominations it's going to be a, um, a different year I guess this year mm. but the nominations are I'm quite excited about I mean we've got two female directors up for best director yep. Chloe Zhao and Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman and Nomadland and then Riz Ahmed for the um, the Sound of Metal which I was very early on this is on Amazon you can watch that for best actor he's in there Stephen Yoon for a film called Minari which I've not seen yet but I'm very excited about Chadwick Boseman um, unfortunately it's a posthumous nomination mm. for him for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom um, but uh, Mank which I really liked on Netflix that leads the kind of scorecard if you like it's got 10 nominations uh, Gary Oldman is in there for Best Actor you also have uh, David Fincher for the Best Director as well and Netflix itself, itself like I know that streaming is the way things are going but 
they they have 35 nominations altogether wow. for Netflix movies this year so there yeah. we go and I know that yeah. there's, a, there's some opposition by some directors that rhyme with Jose-Zy, uh <laughs> that don't like this but you know this is the way the future this is the way that people are watching well, movies I think, and, you know I, I think Mr. Josezi also has a, a movie that he did with Netflix. So he maybe, does, yeah. but no, it is. I mean, I heard you earlier on. You were you were asking about the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yes, and it did have a very limited uh, run. Basically, Netflix would often put these uh, Netflix produced movies in cinemas in order to qualify them for the Oscars. So I think they had to run for something like uh, a month in cinemas uh, in order to be eligible for an Oscar. Um, I think that's loosened up, obviously, with the pandemic and, and cinemas shutting down. But it, it was you could have gone and saw it or seen it, I should say, uh, in cinemas uh, um, rather than waiting, I think, a couple of weeks before it dropped on Netflix. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. And I know you had predicted that Nomadland would be up there as well. Very excited to see that. As I mentioned, I love Frances McDormand and uh, excited to you know see that movie and her performance in that as well. Uh, I don't think, was there any surprises for you? I don't think there's been any kind of, well, in terms of the two female directors, I suppose we could it's a, it's a shame to say it is a surprise but in terms of anything else that popped in there it's hard to know i mean there's movies i've not seen that i'm excited mm. about that and and if they you wonder if the cinemas had been running normally if we would see a completely different lineup i'm quite i mean news of the world which i think any other year would have been a big thing in cinemas people would have gone and saw, seen it tom hanks yeah. um, paul greengrass it's an all right film it's, a, it's only come away with two nominations and they're kind of in technical categories. Um, I wonder would it have had more word of mouth if it, people had gone to the cinema to see it? Um, and what else? Uh, I mean, there's, there's, I think I think it's no surprise Mank, really, because yeah. the Oscars love they do. a movie about Hollywood. They do. And it's, in, like, I like this, but I would be... I would be disappointed if it runs away with stuff. I'd love to see Riz Ahmed win for, I think it's a great uh, performance in Sound of Metal. If you have Amazon Prime, I, I would do. absolutely yeah. say go and see it. Well, there you go. Um, Anthony Hopkins also is up for, now I've, on, I've only seen the trailer for this, but it looks like it's a fantastic film, The Father, which deals with uh, dementia. Um, I, I kind of think Anthony has his Oscars, really. I don't he does. See. He doesn't need any more. Yeah. Give someone else no, a go, Anthony. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, yeah. you'll have to watch this space anyway. April 25th, that's when the big day is. Now, get ready. Hold on to your hat, Niall, because I know you're very excited about this. I um, nearly was going to cancel this morning and just watch this. <laughs> well, our lovely colleagues in FM 104, now this is before anybody else, can I just say, they have an exclusive sit down uh, this morning with uh, the cast of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is dropping on Disney Plus today. So they caught up, caught up with uh, Kevin Feige. He's the producer of the show. They also caught up with... Um, Anthony Mackie, he plays uh, the Falcon and Sebastian Stan, who plays the Winter Soldier, Bucky. Okay, so starting off with Kevin Feige, they asked, I suppose, kind of why it made sense to explore this universe, I suppose, with Bucky and uh, the the Falcon. So here is what he had to say about that. It was really meant to prove that we could, to ourselves, to the audience, uh, and to to Mr. Mackie and Stan there, that just because it's on TV doesn't mean it's not going to be as big as it could possibly be as a movie and that we were uh, uh, working just as hard on it and putting all of our blood, sweat and tears into it, uh, which is why in this first episode that I think most of the journalists on the on this uh, Zoom have seen, it really starts off with a bang. We kept saying, if we're going to do a series with, with Falcon and Winter Soldier in it, we need to at least start off with the best action that we've ever seen. 
Ooh, interesting. So they're going to have a lot of action in this. Uh, moving on to the next clip I have here. Now, this is um, Sebastian Stan. Uh, he's playing Bucky and he just kind of gives us an insight into what we can learn about his character. So here he is. We're really finally kind of zooming in on on, on sort of his uh, quest for identity and, and in terms of really accepting his past and, and sort of re-educating himself, really, actually, about the, the world that he's currently in the ideals and principles he might have lived by and been driven by at one point that per- perhaps no longer really serve him the same way. So it, it, he's really uh, kind of in an interesting trajectory when we start out the show. And obviously that's always exciting for an actor. Oh, okay. They're very interesting there for him from his point of view. And in terms of uh, the last clip here, this is Sebastian Stan uh, explaining, I suppose, kind of the relationship between Bucky and uh, the, the Winter Soldier. So here's this, or, the, or Falcon, sorry, I should say. They're actually in similar places. To, yes and no. I mean, but there are, there are in some similar places at the start of the show because because of Steve's missing and kind of, you know the the consequences of that and and it's sort of thrown them both into almost opposite corners right in, in terms of facing their lives their demons their you know the questions and um they've got different things that they're facing but but they're definitely in a in, the, in a similar place in terms of questions they're asking i believe Okay, so we tonight, this is very much dropping on uh, Disney. Tonight, tonight. as yeah. soon as I'm off this call, I'm going, going to watch it. <laughs> uh, and a big, big thank you to FM 104. Thank you so much for supplying us with that audio. They do get the glamorous uh, tasks now, oh, don't they? We are happy to take the crumbs from their table. We are, we are happy to take the crumbs from their table, indeed. Uh, so very much that's tonight, if people want to check that out. Now, getting down to our movie of choice this week, which was, of course, Moxie and it's uh, directed by Amy Poehler isn't that right? That's right yeah based on a 2015 novel of the same name by Jennifer Matteo uh, and it's it's set in high school and it follows Vivian played by Hadley Robinson who's a kind of a keep your head down don't make waves it's nice not to be on anyone's radar kind of uh, that's that's her thing she was voted most obedient in this kind of online poll that they have uh, which is pretty horrific really yeah <laughs> where they vote you know they rank kind of the female students in categories that i won't mention here anyway um but uh like a lot of her female schoolmates uh, including her best friend claudia played by lauren sai uh, she kind of accepts this and expects it it's everyday sexism sexism if you like mm. partly because of kind of complicity by this the principal Shelley uh, played by Marcia Gay Harden who kind of just you know passes it off as just teenage hijinks if you like uh, but uh, things are upset when a new arrival comes to the school uh, Lucy played by Alicia Pasquale Pena and she doesn't like she stands up first of all to the school football star Mitchell played by Patrick Schwarzenegger and he is the son of Arnold is he you were wondering okay yes. um And that kind of inspires Vivian as well to kind of uh, stand up. And she comes across an old suitcase uh, which has a a lot of... um stuff from her mother's punk past, if you like, flyers and badges and cassettes. And she starts to uh, produce this 
DIY feminist uh, zine uh, photocopied and just leave leaving it in the in the in the women's uh, toilets around the school and stuff. And um, you know, suddenly the whole school is is asking who is Moxie. That's what she's called the magazine. And uh, they're kind of saying, well, just because things have been like this for so long, it doesn't mean that we have to accept it. So we have a little clip here. Yeah. There were lots of clips I would have loved to play, but I also don't want to give too much away. Yes, about this I know. Either. Yeah. So this is just a, a clip where. The, the the zine has been out and it's just some of the students talking about it. Okay, here it is. Can I sit with you guys? Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, and thanks for giving me this. I really needed a sign from the universe that there were actual humans here. <laughs> what is that? Uh, I don't know. I, I found it in the girls' bathroom. It's a zine. In the Bay Area, there are tons of them at shows, but it's the first time that I've seen one here. Sorry, we are not the Bay Area. So, are you guys going to do the thing that it says for tomorrow? It says to draw hearts and stars on your hands to show support. Yeah, I was going to do it. <laughs> me too. Why? What do you mean, why? Oh, I mean, like, what's the goal? Revolution, baby. Yeah, so that's the, the first time that they sort of, I suppose, do this kind of act of solidarity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I was watching this going, this is going to be right up Sinead Street. <laughs> so <laughs> what did you think? What did you think? Of it? Well, first of all, it's a teen movie. You love teen movies. I do love it's a kind of teen a movie. Punky, yeah. punky teen movie. Uh, so And it's, it's got a good soundtrack. And well, So what did you think of the film? Well, you know, it's another stark reminder of how high school in America seems like a place that I never want to go to. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, it's, yeah. High school in America is just the most terrific looking place, judging from all the movies that I've watched. Uh, but it's up there. It's right on the money in terms of tapping into the teenage psyche, particularly the female psyche. You know, everything from trying to get into a good college to speaking out about injustices in the world to finding a new friend that affects the relationship you have have with your childhood friend it's all extremely relatable stuff um I do feel as well that the anger that Vivian feels about the unfair treatment of girls at the school is completely relatable as well. It has, you know, a very strong message about feminism, uh, speaking out against sexual discrimination. I was delighted that my daughter watched it with me and was completely engrossed and whooping and cheering along at the appropriate times as well, which was great. Um, I didn't like the idea that all feminists are angry. You know, it kind of okay. goes there a little bit, um, and now and, and they did kind of resort, you know, now albeit to very mild uh, destruction and violence. But I kind of thought that was a little bit disappointing that that was kind of thrown in there. Uh, you know, printing the profanity stickers that just seemed like you know a spoiled child sort of trying a tantrum. But I get that the movie's kind of not really condoning it as such, if you know what I mean. I just felt yeah. that was a little bit like, oh, okay, but it is a teenager, so you know. Um, there was real cheer out moments like when they wear the stars in their hands. Um, I thought Seth was the sweetest character and a great example of how teenage boys should behave. As a mother, I approved of him. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to shake the principal, though, because she's a pure example of how people in her position just kind of at times want an easy life. Don't cause a fuss. She's definitely of that generation that young ladies should be seen and not heard, but not too seen either, uh, as, yeah. as we see in one scene. Um I think it was important as well to show that situation with Kiera or Kira is that her name? Um, I, I don't want to go into yeah. that too much, but that was important. I thought that hit the mark very well as well. Um, I thought, you know, it's a feel good movie with an important message. Really good cast. Really good cast. Oh, the uh, casting is brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, and an important movie, I think, in, in the teen movie genre. So it's going to get about a good four star for me. Yeah, I would agree with you. Now, I mean, I also want to say it's it's very entertaining. Now, it's yes. not, I would say, it's a 
a comedy drama, it leans more, I would say, towards the drama than the comedy. But there are funny, really funny scenes in it uh, because it's directed by Amy Poehler. This is the second, her second film for Netflix that she directed. Wine Country was the first one. Oh, I wasn't movie. as yeah. keen on that, but, but I, I, I thought, you know, I think this is a better film. Yes. And maybe it's because she has a little bit of distance from being a teenager or whatever. Um, you can tell they had a great time making it, probably. Um, I really liked the just even there's so much nuance in it. You've got this kind of uh, he's he's an ineffectual teacher who's just mm. like I'm just gonna. There's a great scene where he just goes, "This is this is a feminist issue, and I'm not going to inv- involve myself in it." Yeah, and he gets called out straight away by what it is. It's like, well, you can wash your hands of it, but you you shouldn't be able yeah. to. You know, you need to. You are as involved in this as we are, um, because it's you know it's not just a quote unquote woman's issue. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, brilliant casting. Uh, really enjoyed it. I would say four stars as well. Yeah. So if you want it, and, and it's definitely one to watch with your your teenage kids. I think as well. So if you're looking for something to to bond with the kids over the weekend that's the best one uh, okay so we're going to pick number 60 for next week okay number 60 okay well this is very good timing as well okay this is uh ma rainey's black bottom from 2020 oh, okay. which uh, i have been meaning to get around to watching and as we say Chaz- chadwick boseman is uh nominated posthumously for an actor in this and it's uh, the story of it's it's based on a play by august wilson who's a well-known black american playwright um and it's about tensions that rise when we have uh, ma rainey who's a blues singer and her band they get together to record an album in chicago in 1927 so i'm really looking forward to watching okay nice one uh, okay very quickly you have some really great TV recommendations for the weekend like you always do talk us through them there oh yeah well uh, tonight uh, instead of the Late Late Show I think on RT1 there's a film from 2017 called The Mountain Between Us which stars Idris Elba and Kate Winslet and they are taking a chartered flight uh, basically they're two professionals and the plane crashes and they it's like a survivalist romance I think but okay. uh, it's definitely worth a watch um, but if you're not watching that then on RT2 Sing Street oh, is, yeah. is on we spoke it about like this it's, it's a great one yeah we were talking about it recently on our on our podcast which is out this week a special St. Patrick's Day podcast edition and we mentioned Sing Street so you can download that if you'd like um, and also keeping with the St. Patrick's Day team then on Saturday at half nine on TG4 is The Matchmaker from 1997 which is maybe not as good as Sing Street but it is a better um uh, what would you say adaptation or a better uh, portrayal of, of Irish of people, Irish people yeah. <laughs> from America than a certain other film that we won't mention but we do talk about it we do podcast. talk about it extensively in our podcast which is available yeah. now yes yeah and then on Sunday at 20 past 3 in the afternoon a film from 2017 based on a teenage fiction book as well Wonder which is very good starring Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson and then on Sunday night something a little bit darker but still a very good film uh, at 9 o'clock on BBC2 Manchester by the Sea great movie yeah very 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 good. That's uh, Casey Affleck, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, as always, oh, uh, hang on, before we forget, because um, oh. literally Flame and Eamon is the only one getting this. Oh, uh, well I don't know what's going on with people. It was, of course, Amy Poehler, uh, our mystery voice for this week. Thank you to so everybody, though, who, could, who messaged in for the bit of fun. Niall, as always, thank you for jam-packed Real Reviews. We'll talk to you next week. You're very welcome. Talk to you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.